the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. <laughs> they hyperventilate on their yoga mats. <laughs> uh, Kennedy makes me giggle, but that it's not actually why I was giggling is we were opening up tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy Friday to Woo! everybody. It's Friday night. Yes, it is. And I was just kind of giggling to myself. There's a huge event happening in the world, apparently to some people. <laughs> it is the coronation of King Charles III tomorrow. And I was sitting here thinking to myself, that the only way you could get me to watch this would be if I could see Meghan Markle stuck on the back row at Westminster Abbey. Miserable because she wasn't getting any camera time. I think I have socks <laughs> to fold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I have some. Um, I have 10 fingernails and an ample supply of bamboo okay but there may be people wanting to watch this uh we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about that later actually because i do think uh it's interesting i actually have some comments on it beyond just uh wishing i could see Meghan markle get the cold shoulder by everybody over there uh, we actually have some important news to get to tonight by the way trump's deposition uh, uh, was released man they have just any way that they can try to bring him down right uh, so any lawsuit they can throw at him, any way they can get him to have to be deposed under oath, uh, they just, uh, this case is just, anyway, so we're going to play a clip of Trump's deposition, and I'm going to be honest, Skins pulled this clip, I actually haven't heard it, because I want to be able to give real-time reaction to Trump's deposition uh, audio file for you guys in a moment. Uh, big shakeup at the CDC. Rochelle Walensky is out at the CDC. They used her up. Now she, they, you know, they. Uh, it's like um, he says in my cousin Vinny after he finishes a witness. Get him out of like, here. He says, I'm done with this. I'm done with this guy. Right. They're done with Walensky. Right. So she f- found a boot on her uh, on her backside today. So we got that to talk about. Bob Walters will be here at the bottom, bottom half of the hour to do his weekly education report. And of course, here of the week and stink of the week tonight. If you want to be a part of the show, it's not me this time. <laughs> if you want to be a part, of, you know what? I love coming in and hanging out, and I get I get relaxed, right, and and enjoy myself. Maybe a little too much. Eight 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 three four four. 1170 888-344-1170. Uh, you can email us at andreakshow.com and um, 
we are streaming live on Facebook Live right now, and that's why you can see I'm wearing my favorite hat, my We the Kids hat, my We the We the Hit Kids shirt. So I got my gear on. I'm actually going to order. Oh my gosh, ladies! I have found on Instagram it popped up the cutest, coolest shirt um, that has the definition of a woman on it, and it also references being uh, designed by God. So wait till I get my hands on that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to wear that in the studio. I got to make sure that I, I get the order done uh, so that I can, before it gets sold out. All right. Um, Got to bring in this man, the one and only. He needs no real introduction. Y'all know who he is. It's DJ Potato Skins. It will include and across the board. DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. I always like when you find, like, not just conservative, but truth-speaking merch like that. It, yeah. Uh, Makes you feel good. Yeah. And it's got, it's white with black lettering and then it's got like a flag on the sleeve. So it's like perfect for me. American. Yeah. If they, if they come up with one for dudes that I see, I'll get Let one me know. for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll pick one up for you guys. Okay. So this Trump deposition, I mean. You're going to love this. Yeah. We've already talked about this case. This is, first of all, let me just, let me just remind everybody as it's, don't, so that people don't misunderstand where I'm coming from on uh, rape, uh, you know, survivors on women who make claims of rape i take it very seriously but i have said many times that i that i don't like this new movement to where men are automatically considered guilty which is why i think this trial has gone forward because that's the play right take take conservative men out simply on the basis of an allegation but if there's credible evidence of rape or or sexual assault as was the case with bill clinton uh then you know it goes nowhere right then then there's a war room set up for bimbo eruptions and and one of the things that i've said is i really don't like women of of any age whoever they're making the claim against waiting 30 years and i and it happens so much in I can't know every every claim, but in political circles, why are you waiting 30 years? This supposedly happened in the 90s. Everybody knew who he was in the 90s. Why would you wait 30 years? He's been president already for four years and about to throw his hat in the ring again. This just reeks. So not only do I believe in innocent until proven guilty, I'm all, I'm I'm actually already assuming a, an extra dose of innocence. You have a greater burden than you even normally would when you've waited thirty years, and your story doesn't make sense. But they've they're they're dragging and trolling him and doing whatever they can to destroy him, and they got him under deposition. And here's a piece of it. There's some new video into CNN. Donald Trump's deposition, which prosecutors played before the jury at his ongoing civil battery and defamation trial, it has been released to the public. The lawsuit, you'll remember, was brought by E. Jean Carroll, who has accused Trump of raping her in a department store dressing room in the mid-1990s. CNN's Kara Scannell, she's been following the trial. Kara, this tape of the deposition as a whole runs uh, for, for an hour. What are the newest pieces that we learn from it? Well, Jim, this is the video deposition that was played before the jury yesterday, who has been sitting through this seven-day battery and defamation trial. And just as a reminder, E. Jean Carroll sued Trump, alleging that she that he raped her in Bergdorf Goodman Department Store in the mid-1990s and then defamed her when he said she's not his type, he didn't know her, and that she made up the story and, and it was a hoax. So this is the first time that, you know, we're going to see now what the jury saw yesterday, and it's the first time the public will see how Donald Trump answered these questions. This comes from the deposition he sat for in October of last fall. So take a listen. 
Read the next. Go ahead. That she's not my type. Yeah, because it's not politically correct to say it. And I know that, but I'll say it anyway. She's accusing me of rape. A woman that I have no idea who she is. It came out of the blue. She's accusing me of rape, of raping her. The worst thing you can do, the worst charge. And and you know it's you know it's not true too. You're a political operative also. You're disgrace. You're a disgrace. But she's accusing me, and so are you, of rape, and it never took place. And I will tell you, I made that statement, and I said, well, it's politically incorrect. She's not my type, and that's a hundred percent true. She's not my. I've got no problem with him saying that at all. He's actually being quite nicer about it than I would be. That's exactly what I was thinking. I would have been, there ain't no way on her best day I would have ever wanted to put a finger on that haint. That's how disgusted I would be with this phony false allegation. And supposedly some friend has come out of the woodwork. They're following the same Kavanaugh playbook. Supposedly some friend came out of the woodwork. Yeah, she called me breathless and saying that Trump attacked her. She might have made that phone call. She might have made that phone call. Do you know how many crazy people out there think that they've had an encounter with a celebrity, recall account, an encounter with a celebrity because they've got a fa- an infatuation and so they manufacture a story to tell somebody? This is crazy. I th- and for him to say, you're, you're a political operative, you're a disgrace. That's exactly what this is. Because notice that this is in a civil court. The local DA did not press criminal charges against him. This is nothing but a witch hunt against him and a brutal abuse of our court system. And if we had a, if we still had an actual justice system in this country, I guess anybody can file a civil civil case. But I, I would like to think that a, 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 the judge and, and I'm, I, I'm yeah, it's in front of a jury. I don't th- I, evidently he didn't have a choice and uh, ch- choosing a jury or a court of his peers. But the thing is, is that when in these civil cases, it's not the burden of proof is far lower. But I still don't know how anybody would believe her. I, I you know, I just I can't imagine how many how much has this man been put through? How much has he been put through? So I don't know what the questions were in advance of that, but it sounds to me, Skins, as though somebody was like, did you really say that in the deposition? When you heard that this allegation was against you, did you really say she's not my type? That's what I think kind of the questioning must have been. And he was like, yeah, I'll say it again. This may not be. I don't care. And it shows who he really is. And that's, we need so much more of that. This does not turn me against Trump. And by the way, Jenna Ellis, Clinger Honor Jenna Ellis, one of the Trump administration cockroaches, scurrying off now to DeSantis, who's trying to pile on against Trump, trying to claim that all of Trump, Trump's people are harassing her and that she just can't imagine how any woman would vote for him and how Trump's not going to be able to get the woman vote because of the way she's being harassed. Let me explain something to you, Jenna Ellis. You are worse to me than that political operative who was deposing Trump. The, Trump, the, the people that rode Trump's coattails and have now turned on him 
And it's fine if you worked for him and you want to back another candidate. But to try to smear him is bad enough. But then to try to smear him by trying to speak for me as a woman, that's just despicable to me. And I get, and many of y'all may not know what's going on with this whole, uh, you know, Trump versus DeSantis thing. But basically, the DeSantis simp's are out there and Jenna Ellis is what what she does is she picks fights with guys on Twitter and then when they come back at her then she claims that, that everybody in the Trump team is misogynist and there's no way Trump can get the woman vote and that's just completely so uh, disingenuous so phony and despicable and manipulative that I really really despise Jenna Ellis at this point um, I'm going to take a break uh, when we come back we're going to shift gears because we've got some other things to talk about, like like uh, Rochelle Walensky leaving the CDC. So stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. During the break, Skins and I were talking about, I don't even know how we got on it, but we were talking about movies that are great movies, but you just can't, for some reason, you can't, you, you just don't want to watch it a second time. Which from- is weird because we, you and I have talked about movies like Jaws that, hey, if it's on TV for five minutes, we have to watch the entire thing. Right. Yeah, I, I, and there's a lot of movies that are like that for me. A Few Good Men is one of them. I if it's on, if I if I'm scrolling the channels and it's on, I'm drop sucked what in. you're doing. I drop what I'm doing, and I know every line, right? Um, but are ET, we clear? Yeah, are we clear? Crystal. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Um, ET for me. A few good. Uh, no, not a, uh, ET. Um, what was the other one? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Can't watch Forrest Gump and The Color Purple. And the reason why I can't watch The Color Purple. And we're not degrading these movies. They're, no, they're great phenomenal movies. movies. I think it's just the magic. It's they're so magical for me that it's just I just there's just no point in me watching them again because there's no way I can enjoy it. The Color Purple was painful. So there was some painful things for me. Uh, I sobbed like a baby at the end of that. But I mean, you know, Celie, the, the, the hell she went through, the Danny Glover put her through in that movie. I just can't watch it, it anymore. I think it's one of those movies where it's, uh, I mean, I don't care who you are. It's hard not to cry. Yeah. Yeah. So 888-344-1170. If you guys want to weigh in on what movies. Or maybe someone (laughs) has a movie that that they think is great that they can't watch over and over again. You know what movie that no, I've not found anybody else but my sister who loves this movie and watches it every time it comes on. And that's Dolores Claiborne. Yeah, I can't watch that again. That's a dark movie. Dark movie. But I mean, Kathy Bates' acting in that is just so... She can be chilling. And some of the dialogue in that, sometimes, Dolores, an accident is is an unhappy woman's best friend. (laughs) What woman can't relate to that idea? (laughs) I'm just joking. Lighten up. Maybe. <laughs> um, speaking of an accident being an unhappy, I, I, how do I segue into Rochelle Walensky from this? Rochelle Walensky is out at the CDC. Bye. Um, the she's basically saying at this point, well, you know, now that the World Health Organization has said that we don't have a global pandemic anymore, duh, uh, and the world collectively goes duh. Um, there's, she's really not needed. So we don't need a head of the Center for Disease Control anymore. I guess we can shut it down now. Is that what she's saying? 
<laughs> we no longer need a director, so we're not oh, going to have another director. Does that make sense to you? I think that's the way we should look at it. I think that we should look at it that way. Thank you for for letting us know how unnecessary they are. It, it, and actually, instead of being unnecessary, the reality are is I is I wish we could dig a hole like Dolores Claiborne did and run during an eclipse and run and make them all fall into to the the well. Oh, she didn't dig a hole. It was the well, right? That her, she had her husband, David Strathairn, I think is his name. He's a great actor. Um, here's just a few of the highlights um, from Rochelle Walensky's time at the CDC. Let's see. Um, she acted like she was Congress and actually decided to do an executive order and put a moratorium on evictions across the country. So if you were a landlord and had somebody not paying rent, you just had to put up with it. We got a coronation of King Charles uh, tomorrow in England. Evidently, she thought she was Queen Rochelle. Um, she was also, I, wasn't she Wasn't she the one, wasn't it her who cried about kids having to go back to school and we just can't send those kids back to school? See, now, as Fauci said the other day, uh, we can't be having the blame game. We can't, here's what's going on. As people are doing an autopsy of the government's reaction and realizing how many people died because of their protocols, how many people died because not just of the protocols in terms of denying therapeutics, the protocols of the shots, but also the protocols of locking healthy people into their homes, shutting down hospitals, people not getting tested, finding out they've got cancer, getting cancer treatments, the drug, all of it. After the truth is all coming out and there's very few people that still think that believe the crap that was shoved by the CDC on us. Fauci's already out of the government. Fauci's been going around on a revisionist tour trying to tell everybody, you know what he said the other day? Uh, it, it, there's, no, there's no room and no need for the blame game. Sure there is. Sure there is. Because that's what comes with responsibility. You people back there wanted to act like kings and queens, control, and like Newsom and all the rest of them, controlling this nation. Shutting healthy people into their homes, forcing people on some medications and shots and mandating this and that. You're, you're going to be blamed when you've assumed that responsibility. So Fauci's out. Redfield's gone. Walensky's gone. So basically what they're trying to do is get rid of the people and they're trying to move past it now. And until they can have another excuse to kind of go back and, and justify doing it all over again. So that's why I think that she's out course they're not going to get rid of the cdc but what they want to do is they don't want people to they don't want people to be talking about the cdc right now they don't want to be people be talking about the fda um there's actually according to justthenews.com um i think it was justthenews.com yes um ron johnson is backing a texas probe into whether big pharma misrepresented vaccine safety well we all know that they misrepresented vaccine safety. We've had Dr. Naomi Wolf, who had 3,500 people under her, digging through just the Pfizer docs alone. And just, just a couple of times when she was on the show, she documented the misrepresentation of the data as they were telling pregnant women that it was safe for them when they didn't test any pregnant women. Their claims of safety, we know they lied. We know they lied. You know how we know they lied about these shots? They told people that if you got COVID, if you got the shot, you couldn't get COVID. 
Then they changed it and you couldn't give it. Then they changed it and said, if you got the shot, you couldn't die from it. Well, you know what? People died. You can't have lied about safety and have that kind of, and you, it, the two are tied together because you could say to me, well, making a claim about whether or not the shots worked isn't the same thing about hiding uh, their safety, misrepresenting their safety. You're misrepresenting safety when you say that this shot is going to stop you from getting this virus and that it will stop you from giving it. And then if you keep getting injected by it, it will stop you from going into the hospital and dying. You can't make those statements if you're being honest about the safety and the efficacy of these shots. On top of the fact that they knew that it was causing myocarditis, they knew that it was causing blood clots. They've known that the adverse events and that people were dying from it. And they hid it. They hid it from us. Unfortunately, I don't know that, 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 I mean, you know, the U.S. government has given the drug manufacturers indemnity. They can't be sued for it. And we can't sue government officials. The only thing that we can do as a people is say, we're not going to get these shots. Nobody else. And actually what we could have is we could have. I, I, do you really hear anybody anymore pushing these shot skins? No. And, you know, we I don't even hear, hear commercials for, anymore. You see hear former President Trump kind of, you know, talking about, oh, the you know, how many lives he's doesn't go there as often as he used to. I'm not hearing that we were hearing for a long time shot commercials on local radio here in San Diego. I'm not hearing that. Um, yeah, I'm not I, I'm not hearing Fauci out there talking about you got to go get the booster. No, we're not hearing oh, on any radio. You used to hear you, I mean, you would switch one station and it would be on another. Yeah. Yeah. All right, speaking of switching, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our buddy, our buddy Bob Walters for his education segment. So don't you go anywhere. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Friday night is Friday fun day, and it's always fun for me when I get to chat with my buddy Bob Walters, who is our education contributor. And so here it is. It's time for Bob. Hey, my dear. Hello. Good to be here. Well, good to have you here. Um, I do, I, I'm going to ask you this question, even though I think I already know the answer. But just in case, um, are you going to be watching King Charles's coronation tomorrow? It starts at four in the morning. I don't, I'll, I'll miss that part of it. Are you going to watch any part of it? Oh, what? When I wake up around seven or eight, I'll watch whatever's left. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I, I, I'm, I was kind of joking about it earlier, but I actually want to talk about it a little bit more later in the show. I am somebody, you love to travel. You've been to a hundred countries at least. I love to travel. Yeah. And I also love pomp and circumstance. You know, I love ceremonies. I think we don't, I, I think we don't celebrate enough of life and of life's occasions. And so, and I certainly love other cultures and seeing how they do things. In Louisiana, we have our Mardi Gras. Um, so I like pomp and circumstance. And, and special occasions and weddings. And so I'll probably tune in just to see a little bit of that. And when I was in London, I did go to um, the tower and I got to see the crown jewels. And, and so I might give it a little, a little looky poo. So um, it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right, my dear, what you got for us tonight? You got some good news. I need some good news. Well, I got some good news. Uh, 50,000 people have signed a letter urging a pause in the, AI advancement. That's uh, 
artificial intelligence advancement. I'm glad for this since it has been shown that up to 25% of all essays now being turned in in California schools were written by artificial intelligence and not the student. You know, in my day, my final exam, by the way, it, 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 what, what grade is this? Is this K through 12? Does this also include yeah. colleges? Yeah. Um, K through 12. K through 12. Um, I mean, the whole, I, I'm sitting here scratching my head going, why would we even need a letter to pause this? What's the point of sending your kid to school if they can have the computer do their assignment? I know, I agree. It's like using a calculator in math class when you're supposed to Isn't be learning. Is that considered cheating? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even allowed to use a calculator. I had one, my final exam in one of my finance classes at, at LSU, the the final exam was one problem, and it took up the entire chalkboard, and you had to work it out with no calculator. Yeah, they can't, the problem is they can't tell, if it's a student was fairly smart, they can't tell if this is a phony written by a, a computer essay. Well, but uh, wouldn't the AI, I mean, you know, wouldn't the AI, I would assume the AI would be grammatically correct, um, the punctuation would be correct. I think a good teacher can tell, because even even your smartest fourth grader, unless you got a Doogie Hauser on their hands, even the smartest fourth grader or eighth grader is going to write like an eighth grader. Hell yeah. So I would think you'd be able to tell the difference, um, but maybe not. Maybe this artificial intelligence is so intelligent that it actually produces eighth grade level. <laughs> That's possible. Could be. I so. Sure. No, I'm, so I'm glad. This is good news. I, I'm shocked that yeah. 25% are already being written in an AI. So that's very good news. All right. A school in Iowa now allows students to receive physical education credit by helping doing yard work for senior citizens and people with disabilities. I love that. That's really good. It teaches them a little real life. Oh, my gosh. In in class, you know. Well, first of all, I will tell you that my PE classes at Slido High was basically us just hanging out on the volleyball court, giggling and laughing. You got to go push a lawnmower out in the middle of the summer. And that's some real physical education, number one. And second of all, it accomplishes its um, giving back to the community. It's doing something good for somebody. And let me tell you, these kids are going to feel so good when they finish mowing the lawn or doing some chore for a senior citizen. Or somebody with disability. That's wonderful. Yeah, and they get credit for it, so it's cool. And you know what? It's a winner. This you're only hearing this story on the Andrew Acacia with Bob Walters. I have not heard this or seen this anywhere. That's the kind of digging Bob does for his content. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, the next issue I got is I'm not too sure it's good news. Mm-hmm. Scientists announced yesterday they're getting closer to making new persons from skin or blood cells without the need of sex. I'm not too sure. There's still a decade off before they have a final solution to it, but hopefully they don't. Well, yeah, because you know what? Yeah, I can see how you might be. I'm not sure if this is good news or not, because there could be, you know, applications for this somehow and good, I guess. But to me, ultimately, I have to err on this being not good news because, uh, you know, because when we're mutilating children as we are and pushing to do more of it, what are we affecting the ability to reproduce? And then they're going to come back with this. They're going to justify this mutilation of children and adults by saying, look, no problem. We can make babies with this new technology over here. No, by the way, want want them to all be alike, want to clone them all. It's just, 
you know, it's we're, we, you know, we've just because you can doesn't mean you should. I think it's playing God. Yes, it's playing God. No, it's, ultimately, it's scary. It yeah. is kind of scary. Another story well, nobody's well, talking yeah. about, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> While many states ban or restrict transgender treatments for minors, Missouri has gone a step further. Such procedures cannot be done on adults without the patient having been told of the risk and having spent 18 months of therapy with a mental health therapist. And that's a, that's a great change. So this is in addition to banning it on minors, even adults can't just automatically get it because what they're doing with children is one session with the therapist and they tell the therapist they want to, they want to get on puberty blockers, they get on puberty blockers. So obviously adults haven't had to do anything right. And now the way I'm understanding this is Missouri saying even for adults, you've got to go through 18 months of therapy. They slowing it down. And you know what? If they want to tell us that we have to have a, a cooling off period before we can buy a gun, we certainly should be, I personally have begun to think that we should disband this in general in the United States because we're rewarding mental illness um, but at least making them wait for 18 months is a really good move. It, it's moving it things is. in the right direction. Yep. I hope it spreads. Mm-hmm. Alright. Kansas has become the first state to keep men no matter what gender they are or think they are, out of women's bathrooms, locker rooms, sports, and other intimate spaces. Strangely however, the Kansas Coalition Against Domestic Violence came out against this new legislation <laughs> known as Women's Bill of Rights. And they, wow. the Democrats opposed it. Yeah. Yeah, the party of the party of women is opposing legislation that would protect them. Um, hat tip to Kansas. I agree. They did a good job. Yeah. In this regard. All right. Two Escondido middle school teachers have sued the district over the district's policy of keeping transgender tendencies away from the kids' parents, which we, we know is kind of spread throughout the country. Both are strong Christians and felt they needed to take a stand in the courts to have the policy reversed. Good for them. Escondido's just right up the road here. Yep. In San Diego County. Good for them. And you know what? This is this is we need we need more of this. The left successfully uses the courts against us. It's time for conservatives to to do likewise. I agree. And here's an interesting one. Black colleges do not waste their money on racist hirings unlike white colleges. Of the 80 black colleges in this country, only 16 have DEI departments and none have specific racial requirements when hiring staff. That's really a big difference. DEI, of course, is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Isn't this interesting? They have a whole department with administrators, and and, uh, most of the black colleges don't have it. And they don't require what kind of race you got to be to be hired. I think this is fascinating, Bob. What's your theory behind why white institutions... Uh, primarily, I mean, we know all the the big schools all have, you know, professors and people of color, but primarily, you know, we've got the historical black, you know, colleges and universities. Why do you think that they're not on board with this DEI business? Uh, I think it's because of the liberal influence with our white uh, professors and throughout the college system. I think I think it I think you're right. I think it's the fact that you know there there's no greater racist than the white liberal in this country. And yeah. that this diversity, equity, inclusion does not really reflect the black community. The majority of blacks that I have worked with over the years and that I know personally and people that I see around the community like yesterday at the National Day of Prayer, these are people that are that are are, you know, ambitious and hard working and love this country and they're not looking for the government to try to control their lives and give them anything. They, you know, they're they're not on board 
board with, and they're certainly not on board with this LBGTQ plus XYZ movement as well. So hat tip to these black colleges. Okay, final thing in the good news is Orange County Classical Academy, which is a strong academy that was built as a charter school, teaching from the classical education, would like to expand to accommodate the hundreds of student applicants they now have, they have no room for. Ooh. The class has 500 students in, in their various classrooms in the, in the school building that they rented, but now they have 900 waiting to get in. So Wow. Yeah, it's, That's it's amazing. It is a good trend. That is awesome for them. They've got a waiting list. That's just amazing. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to shift into a little college crazy. It's Friday fun day. We might as well mock the college doing the crazy stuff. So stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing on with Bob Walters. He's got some college craziness for us, as always. Right, Bob? <laughs> as always, yep. All right. The College of the Canyons in Santa Clarita is paying $25,000 to a self-proclaimed communist, Angela Davis, who was actually one of my professors 50 years ago at UCLA. Wow. To speak about anti-racism in a one-hour one presentation. $25,000 for one hour. Okay. Wow. This campus is 60% Hispanic, so they wonder why they might not have had a Hispanic speaker on the topic. Anyway, she's coming, and they, they've already paid her. Uh, okay. Wow. I mean, do we need to remind everybody what Angela Davis was? I mean, this is who we've got being paid twenty five k a pop to speak. Yeah. And she's in a vow. She, she's publicly a communist. She, she admits she is. Yeah. I mean, she was, in, what was she involved in? A bombing or, or what would she do? Um, let me, she was a member well, of the, uh, one of the radical groups 50 years ago, 55. Then she became a professor at UCLA. They welcomed her with open arms. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is who they consider to be a great mind. Meanwhile, they're trying to destroy uh, Supreme Court Justice Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she's a hero to the left, and he's a zero. They tr- they're trying to destroy. But anyway, back to college crazies. All right, Stanford University's Black Law Students Association will no longer help recruit black students after their law dean Jenny Martinez apologized in early March to the Fifth Circuit Court Judge. Kyle Duncan, for the rude behavior and he experienced when he came to make a speech on the campus. The Klan is happy and proud of Stanford as, a, as is Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> it's just racist. I mean, you talk about who's a racist. It is the liberal whites. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's because, and it's not because they care about anybody of color. It's because it's all about power. It is. Yep. Okay, and here at Emerson College will provide menstrual products, including tampons and pads, in all the men's bathrooms. <laughs> it's part of the fight for mens- menstruation equality, whatever that means. <laughs> you should see the look on Skins' face right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If this radio station ever starts putting feminine hygiene products in the bathroom, I think skins might run out. We'll never see him again. I think you might run out too. (laughs) 
The world gone insane. (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. All right, then you got Cal Poly at San Luis Obispo is set to segregate students for graduation ceremonies this year. Blacks, Hispanics, Pacific Islanders, Native Americans, LGBT, and undocumented will all have their own program to the exclusion of all others during the graduation procedures. Oh, progress. Well, here's my question. What does somebody do when their dad was black and their mother was, I don't even know, what, what's a Pacific Islander? Is that Hawaiian? Is that from Tahiti? Yeah, yeah. More, more what are you going to do there? Anyway. And then what do you do if you're, you know, have a background, you've done Ancestry.com. Maybe that's what they got to do. Maybe they've got to get, they've got to have everybody do an Ancestry profile to figure out the percentages, <laughs> right? Because what if somebody's 20% this and 20% that and 19% this? I mean, I mean, and then they become LGBT. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't I don't I don't know what to do here. (laughs) And what if you're like me or other people that I know have no idea really what their background is because they don't care because you know what? We're American. That's correct. It's just why the colleges are all doing this. Most of them are now. I, I don't I don't get it. Well, it's it's again, it's all for power and it's about indoctrinating them. And it's about instead of the, it's about instead of teaching these people to think critically and have it be all about their academic pursuits. It's just about indoctrination of of ideology and, and focus on their feelings and, and what their skin color is. And and it and instead of training them to be prepared to go out and do a job, it's it's training them to go out and be activists. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, Bob. Okay, I think I always am, but go on. <laughs> All right. On the 23 campuses of Cal State in California, it's found that just half of black freshmen graduated within a six-year span of time. Wow. Well below the 63% for all other racial groups. The reality of this, however, obscures because California lumps all of them into unrepresented minorities, which has included blacks up to this point. This recent study just showed the real gap that does exist for the blacks. Otherwise, it's been hidden because it's it's murked in with the, the records of the Hispanics and the Asians since they're... Uh, in the same category for this program. Right. So because they lumped the all the underrepresented together um, and didn't separate them out between the, you know, Asian and Hispanics, um, now it, it was it was hidden how far worse the black community was doing in these colleges. We're shoving all every kid first of all we're not teaching and, and doing good academically to them we're under we're underserving every kid in the public schools then they push them at this at the same time they want to get they push them towards college and because they haven't taught them anything they got to get rid of SAT scores right and then they got to yeah. get the colleges to relax admissions <laughs> but the problem is once they get there 23 campuses of Cal State uh, it, it, they can't even get graduated in 6 years on a 6 year no. plan I know. That's and then the they and then and then they got to come to us and then we've got oh we've got a tuition problem. We've got to pay off people's debts. <laughs> right? Those of us who worked hard and yeah. have something we have to, we got to pay for it. It's such a racket. This is such yeah. a racket. The left likes to talk about the prison pipeline. Let's talk about the college and university pipeline. I know. All right, Stanford has approved the abuse of a federal judge has segregated systems in its hiring policy that focuses on race, gender, and radical ideology, as we've been discussing. Mm-hmm. Not surprising, then, that they learned that they accepted $27 million 
from China since 2021, the last two years. Yep. There was a, a congresswoman the other day from Virginia, I think it was, uh, who was saying that during the Trump administration, that they were investigating the schools that were accepting money from the Chinese money and gifts from the Chinese Communist Party. And the Biden administration has stopped all that investigation. And she and she says the reason why the Trump administration was investigating it is because that's that is buying power. Right. And yep. and, and influence over the minds of our students. And that's a crisis. It's our, they're an enemy that's, that's gaining a foothold in this country through our schools. So yep. it's terrible. We've got, let's see, we've got two minutes left. Okay. A Texas judge, Robert Pittman, appointed by Biden, has ruled that all books removed need to be returned to Ilano County Library in Texas. This, they were removed due to their sexual and racial content for minor children. And now the court has ordered them back into the, the library wow. in that county. What kind of pervert is is this dude? Because he's got to know what's in these books. He's got to know what's in these books. Because this is not about book banning. This has to do with books being age appropriate for children. Yeah. If it's it's if yeah, and if it's illegal for about our culture, God. Yeah, and and if it's illegal for for you to show pornography to a kid in your house which it is why would it be appropriate for children to see pornography in our libraries i agree yeah well, all right we've got one minute let's tell everybody about we the kids because i'm wearing my we the kids gear tonight <laughs> okay we the kids is a great organization that praises america and its history and its culture and it's a great place for parents to get books and reading material to give to their kids and have after-school function to help turn the kids around from what they learned in class. And it's, it's uh, free, but you can donate to the group. That's helpful, too. And they are someday going to be on a radio show with Salem Broadcasting. So, oh, yay. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. And um, you look what, under you, uh, wethekids.us. We the kids dot us, and yep. I'm wearing uh, my favorite tee, which uh, as you can see right here on because we're on Facebook Live, as well as my hat. So go there and get some really cute gear and help support this amazing organization and look cute while you're doing it. That's that you know, you definitely want to look cute, you know, while you're while you're getting your agenda across. <laughs> it's always a you good thing. Well, listen, you have a great weekend, my friend. We appreciate you. You too. You take care. All right. Bye now. Bye. All right, now we've got another hour coming your way. We've got uh, we've got some breaking news on the IRS. Why have they spent ten million dollars on guns, ammo, and military style equipment? Isn't that a good little question? We need to know the answer to. We've got that to wrap about. Um, let's see what else we've got. We've got some election news. We've got lots to get into in next hour, so don't you go anywhere. And, and don't forget, too, uh, that if you miss any part of the show, you can download our podcast. Which are all updated. Which are all updated. All righty. So don't you go anywhere. Go get yourself a little coffee or a little snacky, and then come on back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.